What's up, everyone? It's AK. I'm Dubs. And we're the Odd Guys. We're back with episode number four of our NHL segments. Another week down and more stats and games to recap. Yep, so without further ado, let's dive right in. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Live, live, live. The the Blues and the Sharks go to overtime. Let's go. We didn't hit that over though, but hey, we hit that overtime, bro. What was the over? Five and a half. Uh, or six, I think. Uh, so it, it's not hitting, but overtime. Overtime. Let's... That was the Blues and the Sharks. Let's see. So we tweeted out overtime on the Sharks and... Blues. Blues going into overtime. I I played that bet. Um, yeah, me too. I put 25 on it. Nice. So it what? That's plus seven, 320. Plus 300? Yeah, let's go. So big win. That's a nice cash right there. Yeah. Okay. Anyway... To recap this past week, I know we don't post all of our picks, but from the games that we did run, we went 29 and 23, so a little over 500 from our average from weeks before. We were sitting around around 500, maybe a little less, so this is definitely a step up in the right direction. So overall, for the program for this year since we started putting out scores we are 48 and 42 and again like it's not like football where we're playing with minus 110s all year round you know some of our picks that we put out on twitter uh, like we were talking about earlier is three-way bets overtime bets and this is just straight up money line picks the 48 and 42 so if that can get a little above 50% I think we're in a pretty good spot because we like the underdogs we like the overtime picks the three-way picks and more times than not those picks will be over plus 100 in the positives at least in terms of odds so I think we're heading in the right direction at least for the program yeah you know if you look at our twitter this past week if you're not counting the uh overtime picks which are usually you know plus 300 to plus 350 just straight on our money lines puck lines totals like over unders and stuff we went 11 and 9 this week so above 500 and then you know those picks are usually around that minus 110 odds you know the over unders three ways money lines puck lines yeah so not a bad week i'd say you know look to ride that i think our model is getting sharper the more games are being played the more numbers and stats are being put in and just looking at what teams our our model is most consistent with or just teams that are the most consistent in general you know yeah so to start off the week starting on monday when we last recorded i know we're giving live updates and then things (laughs) got a little out of hand Uh, oh no yeah 
we turned off ESPN, closed the windows, and didn't want to look at the score. So it, it started off, the week started off kind of slow. You know, oh wait, hold on. I, I have something to say about that one day though. That one day, you know, as quickly as things changed while we were recording, still two and two on the day. Literally five goals in the second period. We had the under in that wild and nights game. And then the Ducks were leading after the first period, I think. And then three goals for the Blues in the second. So right when we were recording, kind of unlucky, but you know, it happens. So yeah, so not really any, there weren't many big surprises this week, right? Yeah, honestly, nothing, nothing too exciting. Yeah. To be honest. For the most part, the weeks were good. It was pretty consistent. Games were either like at 500 or something like four and two. It kind of revolved around that record and percent wins throughout the week. But yeah, it, I don't think actually other than yesterday. Yesterday, we didn't send out picks one. We both weren't home. <laughs> so I wasn't I wasn't by my computer. I couldn't run the scores. We couldn't put out picks and that was kind of a saving grace for us because yesterday was our only losing day we won two out of the seven games that we ran i think the two wins were the islanders and the caps those were the only wins everything else fell through but then again we, we didn't really look into the games but aside from that all the other days they're either at 500 or better so those are all good signs yeah how do you feel about like you know instead of posting best picks like just putting up the whole sheet yeah i mean well i mean the whole slate we can put the whole slate yeah so we we can put the whole slate if and then we can like caption under it or yeah, yeah, yeah. right under it like our, our best picks what what we personally would choose okay and you know ha have you been flipping red and green or no 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 yeah flipping reds okay okay that's fine uh, i was gonna say probably not yet yeah i think let me see because once teams start to get to 10 games with the program teams are sitting like around five to seven games so once we get to like the 10 10 mark we can start doing flips on red and greens yeah yeah and hopefully you know more of these turn green i mean i was gonna say i could have sworn we had a lot more greens last year but then again we started running these like later in the season plus this is a shortened season yeah so we just in general had less had less stats yeah plus covid kind of fucks everything so yep okay so you want to talk about the hot and cold i was gonna i was just gonna say you want to talk about trends and like hot and cold teams and yeah i was just talking to my friend about this actually let's just start off with with the worst team in the league the buffalo sabers yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't did so let, let me just pull up their stats right okay they're on a six game loss streak that is the most right now seven. Oh, it's seven yeah okay so seven seven game loss streak worse than the nhl but the thing is if you look at their if you look at their roster it's really not bad it's like this team can win games you got obviously you got jack eichel who's a stud absolute stud you just feel bad for the guy because the rest i don't know they just play so bad there was a play i think it must have been against the islanders they're playing the islanders this past weekend they had a breakaway i don't know who it was i forget who it was they had a breakaway it was like a one on the goalie and then dude freaking trips 
Islanders get the puck back. It's just like, dude, what are you gonna do with this team, bro? I mean, even I'm, I'm okay. I'm literally looking at their roster right now. It's not that bad. It's not. They're they're by far. No, I wouldn't say by far the worst, but they're just visually the worst team to watch. You know, at least other teams have like they show signs of okay. You know, they can win some games here and there. The other teams at the bottom, like okay, let's let, let, let me get a let me buffalo sabers fans you can rest easy i'm not gonna keep, continue to rip you we'll talk about the senators for a little bit dude the senators are such a weird team you know what i'm saying yeah it's just like all right if you look at their schedule if you go back to february mid-february they get blown out by so let's go to february 11th they get blown out by the jets 5-1 they rest day saturday they end up beating the Jets 2-1. And then two days rest, go to Monday. They end up beating the number one team in the division, Toronto. It's like, what, where is this coming from? They're beating the one and two teams in the division. And then they go on a two-game loss streak, you know, in the series against the Leafs. Blown out in the last game of their series. Then they go to the Canadians and they beat them both times. One in overtime, one in shootout. And then they play the Flames and they blow them out again. They're such a hard team to read because look, they can put up what five plus goals a game, but then they can also just lose seven to three. You know, <laughs> they give up seven goals and yeah. like just lose. Like I don't know how to read this Senators team. That whole that whole division is is weird. This whole division, it's the closest division in in the NHL right now. You put Senators in a list of all the other three divisions and they'll be top top 10 at least yeah so the way that the playoffs work is the top the top four teams in each division make it to the playoffs this north division with all the canadian teams the senators are last in the division but they're only nine points yeah nine points out from from fourth from making the playoffs everyone else is it's doomed for for pretty much everyone else actually this west division is pretty close but yeah this west division is actually pretty close oh my gosh the ducks have six overtime losses that is unfortunate <laughs> See, see, that's the thing about that's the thing about these bottom tier teams. Like the Ducks having six overtime losses, just showing that they play they play teams pretty close. They take it to overtime and then they just you know they play them really close or they get blown out. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing I wanted to bring up is we're getting a lot of Ducks money line. <laughs> and the one time right? we don't get the Ducks money line, we fucking bet on the Yeah, no winning. And yeah Ducks yeah uh, winning yep and right now they're winning right now against the kings our program had ducks tonight i mean kings tonight yeah yeah kings yeah see okay the ducks are an another headache bro it's just like come on is gibson playing yeah Dang, that's the thing too with with the ducks they gibson plays a lot yeah yeah he does he has started or he's played 20 games yep there's not many goalies who have hit the 20 mark yet three there's yeah. three people matt murray john gibson and jonas corpisalo corpisalo but yeah that ducks i i i still don't know what it is with with the ducks 
I mean, it's probably just that their stats are really good, five on five, because they've been playing. Okay, so let's let's just hypothetically say six of their overtime losses. Well, actually, see, I don't even know how many games they won in overtime too. So let's just say, say they have three more points from their six overtime losses. Well, they'd still be seventh in the division, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I see what you mean. They have eight overtime games and so they're two and six yeah i guess so right because okay so the way the program is set up yeah is to predict the score to end in regulation by that i mean the stats are being pulled from 5v5 stats power play stats and penalty kill stats so it's not counting 4v4 you know it's not counting those over time like the 3v3s yeah or, or the 3 yeah i guess I mean. 4v yeah 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 so for a team like the ducks where a lot of their so they have a lot of stats that play teams basically up and up right yeah so they have eight games worth of stats where by end of regulation they're tied and i think that's why their stats come off as come off better than what their record shows yeah you know, you, you see them as last in the division. They're 7, 12, and 6. But their stats show that they play teams really close. Which it should be. Yeah, I'm looking at their schedule right now. I mean, just in the last month, in February, not counting the overtime games. 1, 2, 3, 4. 4 games were within 1 goal. Look at March. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. five their last 5 games. Oh, okay, wait, wait sorry. Their, their last 4 games last week, all within 1 goal. Yeah. All them losing uh, except for one overtime win but you know and then at that point it's just bad beats right yeah i mean so yeah i mean gibson's stats are are solid and for the rest of their team play up and up with other teams and then if gibson's stats are solid then you know that's probably where the program is coming out with ducks winning money line right yeah yeah especially against a team that's playing their like backup or something you know yeah their backup goalie i mean yeah okay so enough of cold team yeah i was hot just gonna teams. say let's jump to hot teams yeah so overall there there's two teams with a sizable win streak that's islanders who have taken the lead in the east oh yeah that's huge and the canes who's just a point behind the lightning yeah let's start with the islanders i think that i actually think the east the east division is the best division in the league right now like yeah. top to bottom yeah even though they have the worst team in the division you know that also might be you know um contributing for to the sabers yeah like yeah. they're just playing the best teams if you look at number seven new jersey and we talked about the devils before you know they're not a team that's going to contend in the playoffs or even for the playoffs but they're a team that can win games you know they have a really good goaltender and they have a uh, young talent and you know right above them you have the rangers who last year they were they were the hottest team in hockey coming down the last two weeks before the playoffs i think like right before covid hit there was one point where they're on a 10 plus game win streak and they pretty much have the same roster except for you know right now they don't have one of their top guys panarin but yeah. i mean they're a solid team and then you go right above them it's it's the flyers who you know at the flyers i'm pretty sure they opened top six in odds in, in terms of winning the cup 
odds. Yeah. Right now, they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're seven. They're seventh in odds right now to win the cup. And they're not even, if the season ended today, they're not even making the playoffs. So, yeah, this, this division's stacked. Yeah. And it's kind of tough for, you know, that fifth team, or fifth or sixth team that gets left out. Well, I think it's going to be the Penguins eventually. But, you know, it's, a, it's another topic for later. <laughs> But yeah, the Islanders, you know, everyone talks about Vasilevsky and Fleury being the top of the top in goalies, but I think that Islanders have the best one-two yeah, in dude. goalies. Yeah, I um, was going to say. The, the Russians... Yeah, Rolomov's their boy, but what's the other guy's name? Sorokin, Sor- Ilya. Sorokin, yeah. Dude, I mean, their number two is like, they're both really good. Yeah. I mean, they have, they both have over a 0.9 save percentage, yeah? Yep. Yeah, so, you know, no matter who's starting for them, they got someone good at in the net, someone they can trust. Yeah, and honestly, it's not a bad. I mean, I'm looking right now. Some of some of the books have them plus twenty two hundred, plus twenty two hundred to win the cup in futures. So honestly, right now they're number one in that East division. I mean, that's tough, and yeah, they're looking good. Have, yeah, having a strong number two is gonna is gonna be really helpful come playoffs. Yeah, because I mean, if Vasilevsky has to sit you know a game rest the game and Michelini has to come in or if Leonard has to come in for Flurry you know this it's not the same with the Islanders yeah so it, it's crazy so I, I calculated goals per 60 minutes right all right there's two goalies that have under two goals per 60 minutes and that's Vasilevsky and Flurry that played more than like a good amount of game. Those are the only two that are under two goals per 60 minutes. Sorokin and Varlamov. So Sorokin is at 2.14 and Varlamov is at 2.1, which is really solid. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's insane. I'm looking at their standings actually. The Islanders are undefeated at home in regulation. They have two overtime losses, overtime slash shootout losses, but they're 10-0-2 at home. So, I mean, they got good, you know, they got a good number two or, I mean, you know, second line. I'm looking at their roster. Yeah, they're solid from top to bottom with Barzal leading them. Barzal, Anders Lee, Eberle. Yeah, damn. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is just, it's like one of those teams where they don't have like a huge superstar you know yeah but i mean barzell's kind of there you know I, i'd say he's like a he's not he's not like a top five superstar you know in the league yeah. how people would see like austin matthews or like nate mckinnon guys like that but you know he's consistent guy and they have a lot of those so yeah i mean i'm pretty high on the islanders right now same so yeah the other hot team carolina hurricanes with another <laughs> five game win streak yeah tailing the lightning yeah aside from the uh the north division i think this central the central division to me is the most interesting and kind of the most surprising i guess i think people expected tampa bay to be at the top 
Yeah. And then you kind of expect in this division, you're looking at it just from the outside. It's probably last year, at the end of last year, they probably would have said Dallas number two, Carolina three. But man, no one expected the Blackhawks to be at this four spot right now with 13 wins, 13, eight and five right now, 31 points comfortably in the four spot. Blackhawks two are like, I don't even see them as a good team, but they just win games. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, what's crazy about the Hurricanes is that in their 5-game win streak, 3 of those games came from Panthers who used to be second. Yeah, I mean, okay, to me too. Okay, so the Panthers are an interesting team as well. To me, they're kind of they're I I think they're they've over they've outperformed expectations. I saw them as more of a middle team in this in this division, probably fighting for that, you know, hovering around the 4-5-6 area, but yeah, I mean, they came out strong they were holding that two spot for the longest time until just the other day now they're they're in, they're in the three spot but yeah the panthers panthers dude bet mgm has the panthers at plus four thousand right now to win the cup which is crazy yeah i mean you didn't think they're contenders ah I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, it, it's always the team that gets hot in the at the right time, you know. I was going to say, like, last year, like, I didn't really see the Stars as contenders, but, I mean, they just got hot at the right time. Kadobin got hot. Yeah, I mean, if you can ride a hot goalie into the playoffs, that team is probably going to go far. So Kings taking number two was another big leap. I know Islanders took the number one spot, but Kings really bumped up the ladder in these last five games that they had, especially since a few of those games came against the Panthers. Ooh, Carey Price shutting out the Canucks right now. Okay, and heading back into live updates. For the day, overall, we had six games. Our picks were the Knights. Avs, Oilers, Sharks, Kings, and Canads. Knights and Avs kind of started the day off slow for us, but we did have the unders on both of those games, and those both hit. Next, we had the Oilers and the Sharks. Oilers and the Sharks both hit. And then last, we still have two games going on. We got two and a half minutes on the Kings game, and we're in the last minute of the Canadians game. Canadians up. We had the Canadians and the Kings are currently down. See if that goes into overtime. So again, it's looking like another 500 day. Yeah. Which is good. It's it's oh. a winning day for us. Well, oh. Live. Vancouver just tied it up. Let's go. 40 seconds left. Oh. Did, did, did you tweet my out goodness. The yeah, I did. On this? I did. Yes. All right. Oh, okay. Kings just scored two. Oh. So for these last two games, we had the Kings and the Canadians. Canucks just tied it up. We do have Canadians winning technically by very little. If you follow our Twitter, we did tweet out in our picks for the day that the Canadians will go into overtime as well as the Sharks and the Sharks did hit that overtime bet. Canadians 30 seconds left and Kings made a comeback scoring two in the third period tying up the game maybe going into overtime as well hopefully to secure that win so maybe it's not a 500 day. Hey, both overtime plays. Both overtime plays. Yeah. Both overtime plays hitting. Let's go. Hey, that's a winning day right there. That is. Dude, hey, we're I 
damn these overtime plays are they're pretty they've been i wonder what is our record on our overtime plays let me check really quick we hit one the first day we tweeted and then we haven't been playing overtime plays every i mean we haven't won one till tonight i don't think we've had opportunities really this last week yeah because because yeah we had a few shoot let's see like two weeks ago maybe i i think because both of these games that we tweeted the overtimes was like under 0 0.05 right point difference yeah oh we we did have one the panthers preds but the game ended yeah in, yeah did the game end in 5-4 or did that that didn't go into no, overtime 5-3 right? no no it didn't yeah that would have been a chance yeah that was close blues ducks was 0 0.08 away it was, ended up being three to two sabers rangers 0 0.06 it ended three two yeah i mean the games that we're playing the overtime is like they're ending pretty close yeah they're at least like overtime potential yeah that, that's a good sign and for overtime bets you know we don't, we don't need to be f at 50 percent yeah correct that's more like a i'd say that's more like a prop bet more than yeah. anything and when those hit those those hits are nice yeah plus 350 on both of them tonight so those are big odds hitting yeah but yeah so both of these games are going into overtime we will find out later who comes out on top in those games but that'll wrap it up for episode four of our nhl segment programs looking good it's improving from last oh, week yeah and as more stats come in you know hopefully it just keeps going uphill from here on yep we're excited to keep pumping out these plays for you guys i'm gonna ride the program you know it's 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 heating up right now it's heating up and we're pretty excited about that so look forward to some good plays in the upcoming weeks yep if you haven't already follow us on twitter at odd guys picks we will be posting daily or trying to last sunday was an exception we'll try to post our picks before the game start and hopefully make you guys some money yep so with that, I'm Dubs and I'm AK and we're the Odd Guys and we're out. Peace. Peace.